Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on, everybody? I'm Aslan. That's Michael Langston. Uh, this is the Sign Day Preview, sponsored and brought to you by ABC Fine Liquor and Spirits in the Tallahassee area. Check them on out, folks. We're going to be talking recruiting tonight for about an hour or so. This is a little bit of our warm-up, Michael. Like We're doing a marathon on Wednesday, so this is our 5K pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, an hour as opposed to the seven hours, although you and I won't have to do seven hours. That's a team we will. You and I will carry most of the morning. Tom Lang will also be pitching in. And then he and Jeff Cameron will take over from 1 to 3 o'clock uh, Wednesday here on our YouTube channel, as well as 93.3 FM in Tallahassee. And that as well, National Sign Day Live, will also be sponsored by ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, rather, Aslan. Get it right the first time around. How about it next time? Michael, we like to tell people to subscribe to the YouTube channel that shows some support. What else can they do uh, to show some support to you, who's running on very little food, very little rest? Uh, we just got to get you to the next 72 hours, champ. <laughs> uh hit the like button certainly for us guys uh certainly a, a lot's going to be going on the next day or so uh we'll have predictions tomorrow night i'm sure everyone's going to be excited about that and then certainly national signing day uh for the early signing period that's going to be on wednesday so we we'll have full wall-to-wall coverage so you want to hit these kind of features that kind of promotes that and just helps us really keep these things going strong so uh hit the like button as as much as you can for us uh we appreciate it all right, Michael. So, what happens now? Is, is hay in the barn? Is it is it a quiet? Is it a dead period? What's been going on here since we last talked? When you kind of set us up uh, how things had gone this previous weekend for the podcast? So, you're in a dead period. Um, that started at midnight um, on, uh, I guess, Monday morning. You could say uh, at midnight, and then now it's just you can only use electronics and calls and phone calls and stuff like that. That's all you can really do uh, with coaches and communicating with with recruits. So. That's where they're at right now. Um, you just keep working the phones, keep working these kids until you know they sign. Even the kids that you know are signing, you stay on top of them. That's kind of what you're seeing. I'm sure FSU is on the phone all the time, consistently, just uh, c- constantly making sure everything, like there's no, you know, all the T's are crossed and the, and the I's are dotted and just make sure there's no surprises. And then, um, and, and then you just uh, wait for uh, these decisions that are coming up for, for a lot of these kids for – Several targets that we certainly covered, you know, Julian Armello, Azare uh, Thomas, those guys, uh, several guys. Uh, and then you see if, if there's some other ones that that decide to make a decision uh, that we'll be following Marvin Jones, possibly, uh, you know, just 
that's kind of where they're at of what they're doing. And certainly what I'm doing is, and I've done all day is, is prepping for all the stuff that we're going to have to do uh, going up on sign day, uh, getting a, a list together. I'm almost done guys. I'm literally at the edge of it, uh, almost done with all the time. So I should have, I should have that. Uh, if everything clicks and I get a few more that I'm waiting on, it could be posted tonight uh, as far as the times. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of waiting on that. But uh, if I get a few more, hopefully by tonight or, or even uh, early tomorrow, I'll, I'll be able to post that list so you guys can follow exactly when each guy's uh, having their ceremony and stuff like that. So uh, that's what I have coming on. Saw a question pop up there. Uh, final predictions. Yes, we will be doing those Tuesday. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to say it's on every prospect, but it's going to be the guys that are that we consider like FSU is in certainly a finalist for for those guys. We'll put it in there and uh, we'll have predictions on the guys and then we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Right on. Uh, we begin as we we've been doing usually here with our guy, Rob Rathbun, just hitting doubles to the gap, leading us off like Taylor Walls, Tyler Martin. Let's go. Thank you, Rob. We appreciate you, man. Uh, it's actually for you in Austin. He. He re- he recognizes real recognizes real. He knows you and Austin. It's it's a two man attack. It's not me. I, <laughs> it's- uh, appreciate that. Thank you, Rob. But yeah, Austin does a phenomenal job. Uh, he was out there all day with me on Sunday. Um, it, I actually, to be honest, guys, he was out there even more than I was. Uh, so Austin deserves a lot of credit. He was out there probably on Friday, even Thursday, uh, uh, or and Saturday. Certainly, he was out there consistently hours just. You're seeing who's there, communicating to our subscribers like, hey, this guy's arrived. This is what they're doing. Just kind of updating everything of, of what's going on the visit and what we know, what we're hearing as far as the visit. So Austin did a great job and certainly he'll help us even more um, throughout signing day. And then and certainly had a, he already has a nice little article on the portal. A couple Just guys to watch mainly. Yeah, you know, so good little feature there that people can you know, check out and see you know what's going on with each guy uh, that we're tracking. Certainly, that list is going to grow a lot. Uh, it doesn't slow down even after signing day. I think it's actually going to get even more hot after signing day. You know, with a lot of these portal guys, that's when it really gets heavy, and that's when you start getting commitments and and stuff like that. So uh, I think um, just get ready, guys. It did for those that are wondering. It does not slow down with the portal. Just because you get past the early signing day, it gets really heavy, and and uh, and uh, so expect a lot of action. And but I just want to give Austin a plug there because he's done a lot of good work, a lot of good features for us already, and certainly helped me out in recruiting. So uh, it's a team effort here, man. It's like everybody helps. That's right. Uh, let's take a question here quickly before we hop onto the phone lines to, to our usual leadoff guy there as well. You all know who it's going to be. Get prepared. Get ready. <laughs> Uh, Mateo Josephine actually just says, let's go. Actually, there we go. That's right. Let go Knowles. Any news on Tyree West, Marvin Jones Jr.? Also, let me roll that into a, a two-part question for you, Michael. Uh, I forgot who asked it here. I'm going to scroll down and try to find it. But what's with all, have you seen all these eyeballs that everybody's tweeting about? Like, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Um, it, could be, it could be in reference to Dillingham. Uh, good or bad, I don't know, because they're eye emojis and they don't tell you crap. You know, so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you just have to figure, uh, make your own ass- assessments of that. Uh, certainly, several people are doing it, so maybe it's potential good news, but we don't know. Uh, it's just it's it's anyone's guess right now. So uh, yeah, I noticed it earlier today too, and I'm sure people are talking about it because anything that's news related at this point, uh, recruiting or 
coaching related, people are going to get excited about what, both good or bad. So right. I don't know. What that, I don't know what that's in reference to. Um, as far as your question, Mateo, is that how you say that? Mateo. Mateo. My bad. Mateo. Um, yeah. Tyree West. I, I still, I mean, obviously both of these guys uh, certainly will make predictions on tomorrow. So I won't give away too much, but I don't think a lot has changed just based on checking with, uh, you know, Tyree. I, th- I still think, uh, you know, I think things look good. We'll see how the next 24 hours go and even going into predictions. But, um, yeah, I'll check more on that and do more digging. But I, I definitely think FSU is very much a, a real possibility. And then, Marvin, that's the same one with me that I've said all along that I think it's a close battle with Alabama and Florida State. Went on, a, I think, I believe he went on a Georgia visit this weekend. But I don't, I just don't consider them like a, a major threat compared to Alabama. And uh, really, it's just it's it's a toss up for me right now with Marvin. Um, just I forecast them there, but as I also tell people, it's going to be fluid. I mean, that when I I forecast them, that was earlier before things really got heavy. Certainly, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Like uh, I think FSU's done a great job with the presentation with the NIL. I think that's kind of a key point in in Marvin's recruitment, and then also the development. And let's face it, Alabama does. You know, Alabama's Alabama when it comes to development, play on the field. They're they're on the they're in the championship nearly every year. So, you know, just uh, it's going to be a back and forth battle. And certainly, I'm gonna have to make a call tomorrow night, and we'll we'll see how that goes. And you know, that's kind of where I I think things stand on Martin. But there is a very real shot at, at landing uh, both of those kids. All right, right on. That's what we like to hear. Five stars. Come home. Come home, guys. Come on, man. Shoot. All right, let's go to the phone lines. It's a Colin show, after all. Well, you know, part of it at least. We'll cut yep. the lines off eventually, so we can focus on all you people on YouTube that are coming in with the with the good questions. Let's go to Virginia Beach, Virginia. Y'all know who it is, but we'll introduce him regardless. It's Gator Kirk. Gator Kirk, good evening to you, man. Good evening, Aslan and Michael. How you guys doing tonight? Let's go. <laughs> doing, doing great, Kirk. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 in a Zen place. We're gonna get who we get. We're gonna lose some kids, but we're gonna make the most of it. So that's the and right that's, spirit to have. That's the, and that, that's the and, that, and that's the right mindset because you know the bottom line is your coaches are gonna do everything they can do. They've done all the work. They've they've set the tone. They've got these kids on visits. They've got a lot of talented kids on campus, official visits, and the relationships. They've done such a strong job with the relationships, and and now you have to. You obviously keep working the phones until that day comes and then uh, trust what your work is produced. And, and that's kind of what they've done with this class. When you look at it, number 11 in the country, if I'm not mistaken, unless that's changed. Uh, so, you know, they got a chance for a top 10 class if, if things fall the right way. And and certainly they've done a strong job and and hopefully for them, they'll get some clarity on on these coaching decisions. And then and you just go from there. All right, I got a brief question. So, um, will FSU be able to free up enough scholarships to take the 32 this year? I think they will. I think they will take the close to the full allotment of 32. Uh, I think they'll take, uh, like I've told people many times that I said several weeks ago that they're going to take between eight to 10 transfers. Like I said, I hear a couple rumors that they, oh, they're up in the top 10 now. Look at that. Um, so, uh, I've heard a few you know, just kind of small uh, rumblings that, you know, there could be some portal guys that make decisions that aren't committed already to FSU that FSU could add to this class. Um, it's not a guarantee, but they just said they're watching a few that 
you know, possibly could go FSU's way. But um, um, I think they'll definitely uh, get close to using that that total. All right, I appreciate it. You guys get some rest before Wednesday. Everyone out there listening, make sure you hit the thumbs up. Support DeLuna, Eating Zaxby's, ABC Wine and Spirits. You all have a great night. And go Knowles. Let's go crush it on Wednesday. That's my man. That's the dude, everybody. That's the dude right there. That's Gator Kirk of Virginia Beach, Virginia, Mr. 757 himself, uh, joining us here on the program. If you're a Tallahassee local, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits has three convenient locations. RIP to the one on West Tennessee Street. I remember going to that one quite often, Michael, when I was a student. Used to have a drive-through. It was amazing. It was amazing. Children, you don't even realize what we used to have us old people. But don't forget about the one on Thomasville Road, the specifically 1930 Thomasville Road, like Benton near Benton and Thomasville. Um, it is known as having the biggest and best selection of wine, spirits, and beer in the Tallahassee area. So stop by today. Again, sponsored by ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Check them all out. But by, right, by the, keep... oh, by the way, I was, I was going to say, uh, I got a few people asking me what the number is to call in the show, Aslan. Well, they can wait their turn. Uh, we're already max on no, the line. No, they're, they're asking me just the number, just in, you know, if they want to call uh, in. All right, 850-792-5730. Yeah, 5730. I was about to say, that used to be the, the call-in line for the podcast, but it's been the same number this whole time. 850-792, and what's the last four? 5730. 5730. Look at that. Gotcha. On the fly, on the fly. Let's, let's get back here to uh, – the folks here on YouTube, uh, people starting. Where's our Where's my guy, Mark Sermons? Mark Sermons dropped something in the jar, but he didn't post a question. Mark, we got we got to work on you uh, bundling this together. Uh, but there he is. There's Mark. Everybody, he lives. He's he's, he's starting to try to he's trying to make a run for this. He's trying to make a run to get on this thing. Um, we'll see if we can find uh, the question for Mark. But to the question that Gator Kirk asked about getting down to the number that allows him mm-hmm. to sign that that thirty two or whatever. Jaleel McRae here announced that he's going to FAU, getting back together with uh, Willie Taggart. So the numbers slowly, slowly trickling in the direction that we need. Yeah, and, and there's probably going to be more. Um, so, you know, people have to remember that. But, yeah, I, I think they will get to a number where they hit close to that. And I think there's a reason why you see these guys uh, departing. And, and, you know, good for them. Jaleel, you know, found a home at FAU. Uh, Carter Boatwright found a home at FAU. It seems like that's a – a feeder place for FSU guys, uh, you know, that played FSU. So uh, best of luck to those guys. Great kids. Uh, you know, hope that works out for them. Yeah. All right. Let's hop back into the phone lines then, shall we? Let's go to Thomasville, North Carolina. Let's take uh, let's take one from our guy, Daryl, up there in Thomasville, North Carolina. <laughs> Daryl, good evening to you, man. How you doing, Aslan? How you doing, Michael? Fantastic. Uh, that shirt, man, you sporting up. You sporting there with the state on it. Thank you. Uh, as I, uh, Michael, you're doing a great job, my man. I in, enjoy the the content that you, that you put out all all weekend long. Uh, you and uh, you, y'all y'all doing a, a great job putting that stuff out. <clears throat> uh, got a shout out. Need to do a shout out to Miss Miss uh, to our office coordinator. He needs to uh, turn down that that stuff <laughs> at, at Oregon. He know he he don't need to be taking taking no taking no job at Oregon. He just needs to stay right here, keep our boys together, uh, keep, keep this recruiting class together, and and uh, keep things going here at Florida State. But uh, um, I wanted to ask you about our our, our, uh, our wide receivers. I think that, well, what, what is, uh, I think, Miramar, 
mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Pickett. Uh, uh, I know we we had him uh, have Pickett in this week this weekend. And uh, uh, what what did you get to talk to him? And how how was you know how did he how did things? I know how 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 did he like things here at Florida State? Okay, yeah, uh, Devon Mortimer. He's he's committed to FSU. Um, took a visit last weekend to Louisville, and then the weekend before that, he took one to West Virginia. Um, tells me like, hey, I'm locked in, but I think he's also thinking things over to make sure of the decision. Um, so he's signing at uh, 2 p.m. on uh, on uh, obviously signing day. So he is going to sign that day. Um, I've heard that FSU supposedly called him last night. I'm waiting to see how that call went. Um, I think I think there's there's situations like, look, I mean, the receivers have not looked great at Florida State, so maybe that causes some pause when you see that. So, uh, um, but I think that's kind of where it stands. I think he loves FSU, grew up loving FSU, but you also want to make the best decision move and, and business move and, and be in the right place. So I think right now, I mean, I would still lean FSU, but I think he's you know, thinking through some stuff just to make sure. Um, and as far as Micah Pittman, he, he visited this weekend. Um, it's out there from a uh, uh, transfer from Oregon. Certainly a guy that uh, he told me FSU sits in a good spot for him. So I think right now, yeah, he still has a visit to Texas A&M, and he might take one more. And then he wants to decide around Christmas time or, or so and around there or something, maybe in January. But um, he's a guy that's been the top priority. And I think that's a big deal to circle that people forget. Like, there were several names throughout, like Tyrese Chambers and Joshua Moore and, then, and of course, Micah Pittman. But Pittman was the one guy that they were consistent. They visited him twice, uh, both weeks, uh, for in-homes. Obviously, they got him on campus for official visit. He certainly loved it. Uh, things seemed to click really well. And I think he sees just the opportunity that he would have at FSU and what the offense will you know, be like for him as far as you know the comfort level. So I think he's comfortable with everything. Certainly, Dillingham situation uh, makes that a little more uh, interesting because we have to see. Uh, obviously, if Dillingham's not here, uh, he takes the job to Oregon, then the chances are probably he's not coming here. Um, so uh, since Dillingham's the leader for that recruitment. So I think that's kind of where things stand, uh, uh, Daryl, with, with those two young men. And then my final, my final question would be, uh, if, if uh, Dillingham does decide to take the Oregon, Oregon job uh, with, our, with our man Barnes out there in Vegas and mm. our uh, other recruit, uh, Coleman, uh, the other wide receiver, is that pretty much uh, – take care of them too or do do we still have a chance with Coleman and uh and Barnes of uh, on signing date? Yeah, I don't I think it eliminates you for Barnes because Barnes is definitely the one guy, but there's a it's a combination of a staff with um Kevin Coleman because uh, I, I think it decreases your chances certainly with Kevin Coleman because of Dillingham's the main recruiter, but there's a lot of recruits in that race. I mean he's really close to Dugans. He really likes Norville a lot. Kevin's really high on him. Uh, so I think I don't think that eliminates you. It, it decreases the chances. But I think with Barnes, it probably eliminates them. But with Coleman, I don't think it's like totally washed out. That doesn't happen. But hopefully it doesn't happen in general. So you don't have to worry about it. And because uh, I think FSU has got a really good shot. And I got a forecast to FSU. And, and I haven't heard anything to change that right now. Um, certainly there's a lot to consider with the Taking a visit to Miami, certainly uh, he likes uh, Southern Cal a lot, which I think those are the main, seem to be the main teams. Oregon's certainly in there, but uh, 
there's a you know new staff coming in Oregon. Um, so uh, a lot can change. And and then maybe he reconsiders Oregon if Dillingham goes there, since Oregon was a school that was one of his kind of dream schools growing up. So there's a lot of factors to wait out or figure out before we kind of go from here and, and do. So uh, that's kind of, I guess, the gist of where things stand with Kevin. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's our time to shine this year. Uh, we already got a top ten with what we have coming in. I think it's uh, I think this is going to be the year that we we might even break the top five with a with a five and seven record. And who whoever whoever who would have ever thought that would have happened? So let's 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 pick it up, Seminole fans. Let's get excited for our football team, and uh, let's get excited for Mike Norvell and our Florida State uh, Seminoles. And uh, let's pick it up. Let's go, Knowles. Hit that like 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 button, and uh, let's go, Knowles. God bless. That's the guy. That's the guy, everybody. It's the guy. He lives. He's in Thomasville, North Carolina. He goes by the name Daryl. Everybody. Yeah, you you know, you know, Daryl said a lot of uh, interesting things there. Just you know, his closing remarks, and and certainly it's all right. But I think he put on. uh, He might have unintentionally done this, but I think the thing that people forget is the amount of talented kids that they already have committed that, that you could get, that you could, you're expected to sign on Wednesday. So I think that's a big deal that I think a lot of people, you know, focus on the Julian Armellos, the Marvin Jones, and the Kevin Coleman's of, and Tyree West of this world. But this is a really good class as long with what they already have. So they could, the fact you sign these guys, it's going to look at a really good situation for FSU as far as going where they want to go for the future. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, this, this isn't, this ain't 2005 for everybody like there, there's no closing strong on signing day anymore. It's, uh, you get them early and you just hang on for dear life and they're hanging on with a lot of these guys. Uh, let's go to Abdel. Cause anytime he's got a question that's not basketball related, I'm going to go ahead and pop it up on the screen. Abdel asked, do the Knowles uh, think they still have a shot with DeCarlos Nicholson? I think the way things are trending with his RA Thomas, um, I don't think so. Uh, I think they were pushing, um, but I think uh, Thomas has been the guy that they want. And they've wanted – I've heard one or two defensive backs, but if you add – you know, Zari, Zari can play both safety and corner. Um, so I think uh, – and certainly, I, and this is just my opinion, I would view higher with, with Thomas. I think Nicholson probably either sticks with Kentucky or, if I had to guess, goes to Mississippi State. That's kind of what I'm hearing, you know, with his recruitment. So – I think that's where things stand with him. All right, right on. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, Rick Cotton asking, oh, Big Rick. Big Rick's back, y'all. Uh, he didn't like it one time. He thought that I was talking bad about the kids. We're not allowed to blame kids for for errors. It's all coaching. Uh, shout out, though, Rick. Rick could probably take me one-on-one, so we'll let him we'll let him get away with it. Jay Sean Corbin going pro, Michael. Is Florida State going to sign more running backs? They will sign one. Um, I definitely think they'll definitely sign one now that Corbin has gone pro and can't really blame the kid when you're, you're getting seven yards per carry. I mean, have the year that Corbin had, certainly he looks like he's, he's NFL ready. Uh, certainly you wouldn't blame him if he came back or if he get, if he left. So yeah, I think they're going to hit a running back and unlike the quarterback position, see the quarterback position with me is you just need somebody that's solid that's going to push um, Jordan Travis. You don't need a superstar, but you just need somebody that's a productive guy that's going to push Jordan and see who wins and this and you know the, made the best win or whatever. 
But I think with running back, I I think you need an elite guy. I mean, you need somebody that can come in there, a very extremely productive type of running back uh, in the portal. We'll see if they can get that. But I think that's that's a position where you just want a star player. Um, Certainly, I feel very good about what Treshawn Ward does, what uh, Lawrence Philly do. I think both of those guys bring a lot to that offense. But for me, I think you really want – a really uh, talented, high-level elite um, running back. So I, that's kind of my focus on those two positions. But definitely, I do think they're going to add a running back now that Corbin's going pro. So I mean, other than Javante Barnes, is there anybody you're thinking of, or would it be transfer? I mean, I mean, the only guy I've seen in the portal that I like is Jameer Gibbs uh, out of Georgia oh. Tech that hit the portal. The dip, the problem is, I think Shashar Choice is going to uh, USC as the running backs coach. He's really close to Shashar Choice. I think I lean towards that. He probably follows him there. Um, but then again, it might be distance might play into it because he's, he's from the Georgia area. So maybe that works out for FSU or maybe another Southern school. I think Alabama is certainly up there as well. So that's the only guy I've seen that kind of fits my criteria so far in being kind of that elite back. So uh, I think more backs will go in there. There's going to be more elite backs that jump in the portal. So I'm certainly FSU is going to have opportunities, but so far, there's not a guy in there. As far as Barnes, he's more of a high school kid, but yeah, he he fits that elite category, Aslan. But probably, uh, you know, that one's kind of we don't know. It's kind of I, I lean kind of towards Southern Cal, but I think it's close. I think it's close between Southern Cal, FSU, and and um, uh, Oklahoma. So I think those are the three teams. I think he's pretty focused on. We'll take him. We'll take him. Uh, we'll also take this from Terry Carter. What's going on, Terry? Throwing 20 bones our way. Let's go, Knowles. Hoping to build this here. That's all he's got to say. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Thanks, Terry. You got a question. You know how this works. You can go ahead and pop it up on here on the screen, and we'll get to it. We're going to get to a phone call right after this. Hey, everybody. It's Tom Lang from Warchant TV and Warchant.com, letting you know that the coverage of early signing day this week is brought to you by our friends at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits and TheHumidor.com. I'm going to tell you the truth. You're going to forget about somebody on your holiday list this year, or you're going to add somebody to the list, a new friend, a new coworker that's impossible to buy for. When you face either one of these situations, go to ABC Fine Wine and Spirits and go grab them a bottle of wine, a bottle of bourbon, or a six-pack of beer. You can never go wrong. And when you do that, join the ABC Access Rewards Program because you're going to be putting money back in your pocket in oh so many ways. If you know somebody loves cigars in your world, head to thehumidor.com because every time you purchase six cigars or more, you get 10% off. That's right. No limits. No tricks. If you purchase six cigars or more, you're always going to get 10% off at thehumidor.com. Don't give yourself the holiday stress. Just stop by ABC. Go grab that bottle of wine and you're covered. Let's get back to Michael and Aslan. Don Julio, 1942, if anybody's asking. that's on, What's on your Christmas list from ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Michael? I was waiting for the, the snow to fall down. Yeah. Like That's what I was waiting for. You know. I'll what wait, for, gonna, that. I'll wait for that after Wednesday. After Wednesday... I'll be able to share with Aslan kind of my favorite. Okay. Well, you got to make us wait till then. Can't, I mean, you can obviously have it then, but can't you let us know now what you're going to have on tap? I'm still trying to decide. I'm indecisive like recruits. You know, uh, so. All right. You know, you know, it's not indecisive is our guy, Wes from the villages. He's got questions locked and loaded. I think it's the 70th call of all time. Give it up for the dude in the villages. It's Wes. What's going on, Wes? Good evening to you. 
Good evening, gentlemen. Aslan, right off the top, I got to say, I love the sweatshirt, man. It's pretty cool. Love it. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Michael, how you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic. Uh, just ready, uh, ready to close this thing down, and uh, it's it's <laughs> pretty chaotic, and certainly all the coaching news has has made it even more challenging. But now I'm good. I'm ready to roll, and just uh, get ready for Wednesday. Yeah, so actually, I've been I've been listening. Both of my questions have already been asked. Luckily, I've got a couple uh, uh, in line to replace them. I knew you did, so, Wes. I knew. <laughs> so, um, with Randy Shannon getting promoted to linebacker coach and co-DC, I know it's a little late uh, as much as I'd love to flip Basante. I know that's probably not likely. And um, I know, you know, with early signing day, too close to get anybody. Do you think they'll – go just straight like two linebackers in the portal do you think they'll try to seek out somebody maybe in the prep class um you know or, or is it just or is it kind of we are where we are and it's just got to be portal or bust for this year well i i think they have somebody in mind in the prep um i don't know who that is uh maybe somebody that randy knows that's that he's worked on throughout the season. Because uh, remember, Randy Randy and them are the ones that made the call when Randy is an analyst. So they talk to a lot of kids. So there's potentially probably somebody that he's really high on. Um, so I think there's a good chance with, with that guy. And you know, Hopefully I'll, I'll get a name, but either way, I'll, I'll keep track of it. And then I think they're going to add two portal kids. I mean, I think that's the plan. I think get two portal kids and a high school kid. I think that's kind of where their focus is of what they want to do with linebacker. And I think once they do that, I think they're kind of, if they, if they accomplish what they're, they're planning and expectations are, I think, I think they will feel very good about the, the linebacker position going into next year. Yeah. And the other thing, somebody mentioned Mortimer and so my, to kind of piggyback off of it, I read something somewhere where he, he commented about, I guess he was just, kind of losing a little bit of faith in the staff for whatever reason or not just feeling the love do you and I and I, I guess the, the question I have to, to to go with that is that Ron Dugans you know I love Ron Dugans but the wide receiver room you know we we know what it is and what it's been and there's not a lot in the class you know uh, and so is it do you think it's a combination of Dugan's uh, that position coach or the lack of an elite quarterback you know I love Jordan Travis but somebody that's not just slinging all over the field do you could you pinpoint what you think is really hindering the wide receiver class well I mean I think it's it's pretty clear I mean I, I mentioned many times about you know what the wide receiver group has done um it's one it's very weak as far as what I've seen but um with Mortimer itself, I, I can't really pinpoint a certain thing. I don't. I don't think it's interest. Uh, FSU is uh, certainly used both weeks. They they had Norville out there the last week, and then they had uh, Dugans out there uh, week before. I think both weeks Dugans was there, so the, it's definitely not interest. You know, maybe it's people around him. There's like, hey, I don't know about this. I mean, I mean, you know, if it's, I'm not completely sold. So maybe it's people around him that might not be sold. Um, but um, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I still lean FSU for now, but certainly he has some decisions to mull over to make sure of that. Um, I know FSU talked to him the other night or called him from what I hear, but I have to check and see how that call went and let's kind of go from there. Well, cool. One last thing. If Billy stays, uh, what do you think about uh, them going after Bo Nix, uh, who hit the portal? 
Yeah, and that's kind of going to my other point. Like, I look, I I think Bo's phenomenal. Certainly, he's he's certainly a cup of tea for some people, and some people are like, man, he just does too many crazy stuff. But uh, for me, yeah, I, I would love it because I mean, he certainly uh, would fit what you do, which is, you know, you need a guy that keeps plays alive uh, with his legs, and he certainly does that. Um, certainly has a big arm. He kind of fit all that. But as I said before. When I talked about both positions of running back and quarterback, you have to be cautious about what you have. You have a team that's now finally together uh, with Jordan Travis. Now, I'm not saying you just you know give Jordan the job, but I'm saying they're finally in a good place culture-wise. Um, so you don't want to bring somebody that's too outlandish that really uh, you know kind of not I'm not say poison, but just confuses that you know, where you're going. Um, so. I think yeah, I want a guy that's solid that's going to push Jordan, but you have to be. I think they're taking a cautious approach to make sure the guy is a fit, both you know, personality, mindset, whatever, whatever, whatever goes into that. So I think I think Bo Nix will be phenomenal as far as I'm concerned. But I know with FSU, they're taking a cautious approach of every angle to make sure that fit is there in every way. So I think that's really where I, where it stands as far as that. Now for me personally, like I said, I would take Bo Nix phenomenal. Very good. Very good. Well, I appreciate it. Aslan, thanks for taking the call, buddy. Michael, a uh, good finish strong. Uh, can't wait to tune in on Wednesday for the coverage. Just hopefully uh, have an exciting finish. Uh, everybody don't forget to hit that thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as warchant.com, the best in the business. Support Zaxby's, support DeLuna, get in on some ABC fine wine and spirits if that's your thing. Y'all be good. Go Noles. That's right. That's our dude in the villages. He is named Wes. Thanks for the call, Wes. We uh, certainly do appreciate it. Michael, let's keep this thing rolling. By the way, helicopter kick. Sorry. I forgot who it was. Whoever the guy was that threatened to beat me up one time uh, asked a question about Jason, and Michael answered it. But you know what? Usually we don't do it for $5, but since I didn't get to it, there you go. For you, man. It's for you. Helicopter kicks. Is that is that in reference to like Street Fighter, like Ryu, Ken, like the whole thing they do? Let me know. Helicopter kicks. Post it in the comments below. We'll get to it. Uh, let's keep this thing rolling here on um, YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe as well said. Right. Hit the thumbs up button. We would appreciate it. We got our guy in Hawaii on deck. We've got Ralph. Uh, we'll take a question here too off YouTube before we get there. Um, Let's see here. Michael Jackson, posthumously. Who's going to be the surprise player like Knowles and Cooper were this year, in your opinion, Michael? We keep talking about the big guys. Give us a give us a sleep. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's certainly a lot in this class. Um, as I'll pop up the commitment thing so I can go through all of them in my head. So I make sure. You I don't, don't have it memorized, Michael? Come on, man. Not Brian yet. Courtney could be one of the guys, man. What about Devon Mortimer could be one of the guys? Like, I'm working on him. Yeah, I, I like I like Mortimer a lot. Uh, obviously, it's not a surprise since he's a four star. I mean, I'm very high on that kid's uh, ability to return kicks. Um, he's certainly a guy. I think Brian Courtney. I've covered him. Um, I've covered my thoughts on him so many times that I think he's phenomenal. I think he he, he is exactly what they don't have, which is a extremely athletic guy that gets separation all the time. I think uh, certainly you have a lot of group of talented offensive linemen, but I don't think you want playing freshman offensive linemen, so I don't think that's kind of you know what you want to you know kind of focus on. But the guy that I would go with, the watch, that sleeper that nobody talks about, is Rodney Hill. Oh, um, yeah. 
I, I think he's uh, phenomenal. I think uh, running back, uh, only running back in the class so far. Love this kid's game. Uh, he's going to be such a weapon as a receiver and a running back. Kind of similar, the way he's used, the way they do things is kind of to Alvin Kamara. I'm not saying he's Alvin Kamara. I'm saying he does some of the same things. He, he's explosive, both in the running game and the passing game. Uh, he's very strong, big kid, runs hard, uh, physical, but also very fast, very elusive, got good wheels, uh, good ability to to make people miss in open space. And I'm just, I'm very high on this kid. I think I think this is a kid that's that's going to play a lot. And I think he's going to uh, give a lot of teams problems. It's just his athletic ability, the things he can do. Because if you watch him in the passing game, just saw the one-handed catch there. I mean, he is he has got incredible hands for a running back. Not to say running backs are bad hands, but he's just he's a little different than a lot of other running backs. Just the, the things he can do, both with uh, rush, rushing the ball and 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 in the passing game. I think he's going to be a guy that surprises people. All right. Back to the phone line. Let's go to Hawaii. I think it's three o'clock out there, so it's still plenty of sunlight. It's our guy. It's Ralph. Ralph, aloha. How's it? Aloha, guys. How's it? How's it going? Great, man. Pretty good, Ralph. Hey, uh, we're coming out that way uh, in February, my man. Uh, me and me and the wife are going over there to come back home for her since she's Hawaiian. So we'll be back over there in your land. Yep, Honolulu. Uh, let me know when you're on deck. Yeah, let me know when you're on deck. If you'll feel like it, Miss Singer and I would love to take y'all out to dinner. Oh, we're down for it. DM me on my uh, on the message board. If you're on there, just send me a DM. Yeah, well, I'm I'm, I'm pretty uh, antiquated with technology. I'll figure out what you just said to me, and we'll get it done. <laughs> e- email uh, me. Email e- me, Ralph. I'll get you in touch with Michael. Yeah, e- email him, and then you, we'll right. get in touch, uh, and we'll let you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, my, my question that I was going to ask on Thursday before I got hung up on, um, <laughs> through the portal, uh, through the portal or what we have on, on our team now, the players, or with what's coming in, Michael, has any of your contacts in the program given you any indication that they feel good about our ability at the defensive end to replicate what uh, Jermaine and Kier gave us this year? obviously it was so vital to the success of the defense. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, they're definitely – I mean, you're not going to get another Jermaine Johnson, but you want to get somebody that comes close to the production of what you did. So I think uh, I think they definitely feel good with the guys they're going after. Certainly uh, a guy I visited this weekend, Jared Burst, Albany uh, defensive end. He, he's a guy that they did a really good job with. Hopefully if they get – I think if they get him in the boat, they can kind of get things started and that will – and then possibly you can go after another one. Um, you know, both of those guys are tremendous kids. Kier was from originally from South Carolina, but he's originally before that. He's from uh, Miami Central High School over there in Miami, Florida. And certainly there was a lot of ties there to FSU. With Jared, I don't know so much there's ties there, so you're going to have to work just – but the good news about that is you don't really need ties when you had what those two guys did on the field. I think kids see that. Uh, you know, that was a big part of Jared talking about why he visited FSU. It's like these guys and what they're doing with their guys. I want that, that's the kind of coaching I want to get. That's the kind of program I want to be at. So I think they're going to get their guys who they're going to be. I don't know hundred percent sure, but I think Jared Burst is certainly one of them that's high on his, on, on their list and uh, certainly one that's very attainable for FSU. But um, I definitely, I do think they're going to fill that position. 
and feel it to now how well they do it. That's kind of up in the air that we'll, we'll discuss as we get closer, but I definitely think those are, those are kind of the a benchmark now. Okay. You know what you want, you know what you want from these ends. And those are the kind of players. And I think, I think they know they have focus on what they're doing. And I think they have a, a expectation that they're going to get it done. And I know we had a uh, Kushney, uh, I think I'll tell you Marcus that came in a little yeah. bit late. So he, uh, he got on the playing field, but he, he obviously wasn't the star man because of what those two gentlemen did for us. Right. Uh, so I don't know how they feel about his development, how they bring him along. So I know we got Kushney from last year. That's right. going to be a part of that, that attack this year. And uh, I've just, what they did for us last year, obviously, like I said, was so vital. Oh, yeah. I, I just hope we can get some level of efficiency out of that. Uh, yeah. I agree. That's going to help, uh, help the defense. No, it's a really good point, Ralph. And, and certainly that's what their plan is. And ex- I mean, you still have several guys. I, I think Dennis Briggs is coming back next year. I mean, as long, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you also have Derek McClendon, who's really come along. And then if you can get a high school kid and and get a two a couple of portal kids, yeah, you could match that production. You might not match the monstrous uh, plays that Jermaine Johnson did or even Care Thomas, but you get the productivity. You get uh, guys that are going to be very big as far as in that defensive front. Certainly the good news already is Robert Cooper's coming back, possibly Fabian Lovett as well. So if good. you get those two back, and then you and then you work on these guys or high school or 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 portal guys, which I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna hit on some as far as getting you know what they want. But if you hit at some of that, I think you can get the productivity that you're probably that we're probably looking for to kind of match uh you know last year. Maybe not be as good as that, but I think it it's going to be similar to uh you know think the expectations are going to be similar to what they're going to get out of those guys. Sure. And I know last year's signing class, they were really high on Patrick Payton as well. Yes. Uh, yes. So he'll be a year into uh, the conditioning and so forth. So I right. really appreciate y'all's time. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, Ralph. Love you, Ralph. I didn't hang up on you last week. I promise, man. I, I didn't hang up on the person before you quickly enough. So there's dead air. So then the phone automatically hangs up. Wasn't anything purposely. You know, I love you, man. Aloha. How's it? Uh, we got a lot of questions here on YouTube. We got to get to these uh, quickly, 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 quickly. Um, Chris Thompson, Earl Little Jr., Kendrick Law. What do you think, Michael? Uh, I don't think FSU gets either one of those. Uh, probably Earl Little. I lean towards Alabama. And then Kendrick Law, I'm hearing more about uh, LSU, but he might not sign too. So there's questions about if he's even going to sign. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not expecting FSU. They certainly – are up there with both of those guys. Earl's kind of flirted with them throughout the process, but I just think Alabama's kind of, you know, the team I hear the most consistent with Earl. All right. Uh, somebody was asked about Kamari Wilson. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. But Kamari Wilson, what do we know about him? Yes, he's got, um, you know, Florida State certainly one of his finalists. I hear more about Georgia, and then he visited uh, Florida last weekend too. So I would still stick with Georgia for me. That you never know. FSU is a dark horse, and and you know, there could be a surprise. There's all there. There seems to be always a one surprise, you know, in uh you know signing day, if not several surprises. So you know, maybe there could be a surprise. But if I was going on what I have, I would say you know I'd lean a little bit towards more Georgia. But I think Florida's uh you know very high up there for him too. So I think uh but that, those two seem to be higher for me than FSU. But 
you know, you're dealing with 17, 18 year old kids. You don't know what uh, you could get a surprise here and there, but I'm, I'm not expecting to hear FSU. Scott Paca asking about Marcus Banks. Yeah, it's interesting because I, uh, you know, you know, the Zare Thomas thing really, you know, picked up steam, uh, you know, the last two, three weeks. So I haven't heard much about Marcus lately. Now, maybe he's a late guy that they're waiting on to make sure the numbers fit what they want, and then they're going to push. But uh, right now, I just know their interest, there's interest level, there's talking. Um, but as far as being serious, I haven't heard anything with that. And it kind of leads me to believe that he's waiting past this early sign day because I haven't heard anything with other teams like setting up visits, you know, offers and all that stuff. But I do know there's been communication. But besides that, uh, Scott, that it, I don't really have a lot of information on that one. I just think it's going to be probably, uh, you know, later in the process for him as far as the decision. Also, we'll get to uh, another call here shortly. Uh, Mark Sermons, uh, Thank you again earlier, Mark, for throwing some dollars in the tip jar. Appreciate that. Michael, did Tyree West not have a great year? I only ask this because I see his rankings have dropped a good amount in the last month. They're up and down. I mean, there's been games where he's he's been solid, and then there's been games where you know he didn't play as well or he didn't show up as, as much as you, you've wanted to see. Um, but I wouldn't say he had a bad year. I'd just say it was an inconsistent year up and down. There's, there's several games where he was he was really good. Um, certainly rankings are going to fluctuate because of, um, performance and, um, yeah, just, I mean, that's the thing with rankings is it really depends on when somebody goes see them, if they're flashing to them and then things that they're not doing, you know, that's going to be highlighted. So uh, I think the main thing I would say is, is up and down. Dang. He was as high as 12th in the nation, huh? Yeah. Now 97th. Um, but Hey, you know, what are you I, I do? think FSU will take him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I ain't complaining. All right. Let's grab a let's grab a phone call here. Uh, I don't recognize this number. I don't even recognize this area code. Caller, who's uh, what's your name? Where are you calling us from? Hello. Yeah, man. What's up? Uh, what's your name and where are you calling us from? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't prompt you. Hey, this is Ricardo. I'm calling from Cypress, Texas. I'm a Florida State football alum. Graduated in 2010. And it's awesome to be on your show. All right. Ricardo, did you say? That's my man. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah that's my guy, Ricardo. Good. Played at, played at FSU uh, under Jimbo. He was a walk-on there. Um, certainly uh, knows a lot of football. Uh, certainly a, a guy I talk to often. So I know he's a good guy. And I know he's got a good question for me. So fire away, my man. He's a plant. So I'm going to, I'm going to tackle one of the elephants in the room and I don't believe in ever throwing any type of coaching under the bus. I mean, I understand how hard this business is, but it just seems like we've got two areas of our program that are lacking. One of them linebacker, obviously coach Marv has gone on to wake Forest, and the other seems to be the wide receiver room. And Mike, do you see some movement in this class to address that? And if you don't see the movement on signing day, do you see possible changes in the staff coming, or is that a bit of an extreme take? Yeah, uh, Marv went to Virginia Tech, um, but yeah, um, certainly, uh, yeah, the receivers is a big question mark as far as what I've seen out of production. I mean, I think it's a valid point, and it's certainly, I think it's something that uh, Norvell is going to have to address, uh, yeah, especially if somehow you don't pull Mortimer and you don't pull Coleman. Oh, man, uh, it, the coals are going to get hot. So I definitely think um, it's something heavily that that um, Norville is going to have to look heavily into because, I mean, 
you know, this is a weak, a very weak receiver group, probably one of the weakest I've seen uh, in, in FSU in a while. And I've been here all my life, uh, but it's a very a weak group. So, and, and it comes down to development and certainly the coaches are going to have to make that call. But I mean, my, my decision is like, yeah, that's something you have to look into because if you're not getting dudes, as we saw with Marv, you're not getting the guys in here. You know, you, you got to find the, find the people that will get them in there and, and will develop them. So, Certainly a question and certainly one that I think FSU staff will look at. I, I think they evaluate all these coaches across the board. Or we see that, you know, every year. So definitely, I think, uh, Ricardo, that's something uh, that they will look at as, as a whole, the, uh, evaluating these coaches. Okay. Do you think if, if we do miss on some of our big fish in the, in the receiver department, do you see the staff possibly, if we're lucky enough to, to get on or – to get the hunter's commitment, mm-hmm. so, Azare, if we can yeah. land those guys, do you see them playing receiver when they get here? Yeah, I think Hunter and Zare are both going to play offense. Uh, I think they both discussed that, that there's plans for them to both play. More so, we know with Hunter for sure. And then Thomas, I've seen Thomas myself uh, and already confirmed that he's, he's going to play offense. So if they're fortunate enough to get those guys – you immediately insert them uh, as a possibility to get into the lineup. And then certainly the always uh, elusive golden goose is, is Destin Hill to see if he shows up in January. And if he shows up, then certainly uh, there's a dramatic change in your wide receiver room. And su- assuming you sign Mortimer and you know Coleman, then yeah, your wide receiver room looks totally different. You're talking about five guys to go along with Malik McLean and Pokey and, and a few others. So it certainly changes your mindset of how you look at the receiver room. But uh, I definitely think you're going to have to use guys, uh, you know, that play different positions uh, like Hunter, like Azare uh, to use them both ways. Uh, Cause you got to get this fixed. I mean, you cannot consistently go through a year and have this kind of production at receiver and expect your offense to run the way you want it to run. Yeah, well, that gives me a little bit of uh, a little bit of hope going in. I'm sure all these these guys that are listening to this they watched the same Knowles we watched this year, and we were so close. Yeah. We're first down away from beating Clemson in Clemson. You know, if we can make a couple plays, we're just missing that explosiveness on the offensive end at the receiver group. And if we could plug that up, man, we could really make a jump. I appreciate you guys. I'm Mike. You're the best in the business. Aslan, thank you for taking the call. God bless you guys, and let's go Knowles. Let's have a hell of a Wednesday. Let's go. All right, welcome to the Terradome. First ever call for Ricardo in Cypress, Texas. Yeah, it's a it's a good dude, really good dude. I've known him for a long time, uh, and uh, he's definitely uh, knows football. And you know, everyone sees it. Uh, you're certainly going to be growth in everything you do with FSU recruiting and uh, on the field. Um, we we've seen that across the board. So you know, hopefully they get it right, and and we'll see what happens at the receiver, and then you know we'll see if you know how much uh, what they do if there's any change or if there's, you know, what guys they add and, and go from there. Folks, if you got a person on your holiday shopping list who's impossible to shop for, remember ABC Fine Wine and Spirits is always a clutch call. ABC is fully stocked with easy Christmas gifts like customizable wine baskets and gift sets uh, of your favorite spirits wrapped in special packaging with glassware, minis, and more. This is my favorite time of year because you can buy the stuff that you've always liked. But now it comes with like free glasses that are fancy. Like I'll get like Johnny Walker etched on the glasses. Also, don't forget, folks, if you're like me, and I want to say that I'm antisocial, I like you people. I do this for a living. I have to talk to all of you. You don't want to deal with the line sometimes. You can do your orders online and do curbside pickup 
I know for sure at the location on Thomasville Road, 1930 Thomasville Road, again, the one near Midtown, close to the Midtown offices. So if you're busy, you don't want to deal with all these crazy people in line sometimes, you can do online shopping, even for some good old-fashioned wine and spirits over at ABC. And don't forget, the National Signing Day Live show will be brought to you by our friends over at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, and that starts at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. Awesome. I'm going to be really mad, Michael, if somebody's not announcing until like 10 o'clock in the morning. It's just you and I up talking, <laughs> blah, blah, for two hours. But it'll be fun. Seven hours. Myself, Michael, Tom Lang, Jeff Cameron. I think Ira is going to be involved. Might even have a former Seminole helping break down some prospects. So it'll nice. be fun. Tune nice. in. We'll be live here on YouTube as well as the uh, Jeff Cameron show. will be live on 93.3 FM in Tallahassee. All right, full steam ahead. Let's get back to uh, the good folks here on YouTube that have been very patient in the pocket. We do appreciate it, especially when you do things like that. Thank you, Eric Angel. Let's go, Knowles. Class of 22, Hunter, Duffy, hopefully Julian Armella, Marvin Jones Jr., and others. Thanks, Aslan and Michael, for all the hard work in bringing Knowles news coverage. No question, Eric? No question. All right, man. Fire me, me a question, Eric. Doesn't matter what it is. There he goes. Look at that. Look at that. Do what the man says. Do what the man says. Um, Following along here, let's see. There's somebody else that dropped something here on us. Uh, Jay Fly was talking about under the radar, guys. He agrees with you with Ronnie Hill. Um, and then he says Tank Bigsby. Is that somebody that they should go after in the portal? Huh? That's a running <laughs> back. That's something that we haven't talked about. That would yeah, be bad. I think uh, the, the word I hear on Tank is that he's probably staying at Auburn. So that's the word I hear. So he's not in the portal. So um yeah so just want to fill that up jay so right. yeah and i've already talked about rodney hill i mean that's that's one guy that i i'm very high on just uh i think he's a nice sleeper uh a uh, playmaker and i think he's gonna gonna be a big part of what they do there we go do i get the do i play the music yeah i mean i should play the music right Guys, <laughs> yeah occasion the godfather himself has been kind enough to grace us with his presence. The Godfather. This is his damn house. He lives there. He sleeps 20 feet away. It's Ed Lemmix, uh, the man behind all this good stuff that you already know about. Michael, I need to send you some hot chocolate yes. for you, the signees. Yes. Uh, I was just talking to Aslan about that today in our meeting. Yeah, yeah so uh, definitely, Ed, uh, fire away, man. Uh, whatever you can send me, I'll... I'll certainly be uh, very gracious and humble to get that. Uh, certainly, uh, I'll be excited about it. And um, we hope I hope to see you soon, man. Come to town. We want to see you. Yeah. Oh, the little hot chocolate. Put a little Bailey's in there. You know, make a little Bailey's in there. Make a little, uh, a little, little extra punch. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate the heck out of you, man. Uh, Bill Stockwell asks Michael, uh, do you think the uncertain? Actually, I don't like Bill Stockwell. He's been mean to me before on YouTube. I'm going to skip over him. <laughs> Um, I hold a grudge, man. I hold a grudge. Uh, you know, this is the second person that's asked it. Charm eight five zero. I mean, do you want to address surprises? I mean, I've already pointed out that there could be, you know, a linebacker that they got their eyes on. I don't know who it is. I'm not saying I'm not predicting there's going to be, and there, I'm not even predicting it's going to happen. Or there, there's some surprise. I, I have not heard. I mean, I think most of the guys. I mean, we're in the day now, Derek. That there's not many surprises. I think most of the guys are kind of what they expect. But you know, linebackers a position that yeah, you, know, you wanted to get three. Uh, so you know, or four. So they got one right now. So yeah, potentially. And, and 
it works out this way because you have a new uh, linebackers coach and Randy Shannon, who has a lot of connections at different places. And when you have a new guy near the end of that signing day, you might have a guy that he's been working on that he's, he's talking to. Now, do I know? No, I don't know who it is or, or who the player could be that, that they're focused on, but um, I'm not expecting too many. Besides that, I'm not expecting too many, but you know, there could be, you know, uh, one that they have their eye on. Uh, I'm more so at linebacker. Besides that, I'm not expecting like the surprises that were out of left field or anything like that. No. Um, Abdullah Zakiria, any news of Florida State or Auburn sending a letter of intent to Woody Antavius? I guess right. And does that is that is that his first name, Antavius? Yes, Antavius Woody. He's going to sign in uh, February. Um, there there's some stuff he has to work out with academics, so uh, they're trying to keep that on pace, and then. I think in 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 January he's probably going to visit FSU again. I think probably yeah, Auburn might get a visit because Auburn's close by. So I think uh, he's going to sign in, in February. Um, like I say, he's got to work through a few academic small things. I don't think they're like major where they don't think he's going to make it. I think the plan is still they they think he's going to make it, but I think they want to take a patient approach and, and and then go from there. But I think if they take him, I think his preference is to go to Florida State. That's where he wants to be, from what I can tell. And uh, certainly loves Atkins a lot, but I think they just want to take a the proper approach to him taking care of stuff that is important to whatever he goes to college, he'll be ready and, and be able to smoothly transition into FSU. All right. We got some uh, late arrivers. Well, they haven't arrived late as we've been on the phone lines. Uh, Kevin Coleman, somebody asking Kevin Coleman a lock. I don't There's know about no... that, what is is. <laughs> What about Kenny? I mean, the 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 report about Kenny being a a candidate at Oregon does that affect Kevin Coleman? And uh, I mean, I guess you mentioned a little bit, right? Yeah, it's it's a factor. I mean, it's a factor when I have to make a prediction tomorrow. I mean, you know, when we do our predictions, it's a factor. I mean, do I feel good about FSU's chances? Yeah, if if you know Kevin, uh, if if you know Dillingham's staying, but if Dillingham's not staying, yeah, that's probably it's going to be a tough call. Um, but either way, um, you know, I just think you're going to have to, uh, I, the FSU certainly, I, I'm sure they've been on the phone consistently with Kevin Coleman, letting them know kind of the situation with that, um, both either good or bad. Um, so yeah, it certainly definitely affects it. Uh, you know, took a visit to Miami, I think Southern Cal is definitely, you know, high on this list. And then. I kind of go back to the Oregon thing. What if Dillingham goes to Oregon? We know he likes Oregon a lot. They were one of his favorites, uh, really top teams from the start. So if he went to Oregon, you know, that dramatically changed thing where he could end up back at Oregon where, you know, so uh, there's a lot of dynamics to, you know, this Kevin Coleman thing that we have to piece. And then in the next 24 to 48 hours, I have to figure out. So, uh, you know, if Dillingham stays, you know, I, I still like my pick. Uh, if he doesn't, then it's going to be, much more difficult, but, you know, still got to, you know, I got to grind on the phones, dig, dig and see what's out there and then, uh, you know, make some final calls, but that's kind of where the things stand on Kevin. There we go. Oh, how about this guy? Joel Davis is here. Joel. Oh man. I got to, Oh, what? I got to cue this up. I got to cue this up. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this. Um, thank you, Joel. And Let's go, man. My guy, Joel, what's up? It's been a minute, man. You got a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
Thank you, Joel. I just want to say the Wednesdays. Will it be? Will it be better than Christmas, Michael? Can you confirm? Um, I think it'll be exciting. I don't know if you'll like all the gifts you open up uh, that were new. Uh, I think most of them, you know, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be really good. Uh, could be uh, extremely good if, if things fall the way and getting certain presents that you're hoping for. Um, but uh, I think it'll be fun. I think it's going to be a really. Ex- I think it's going to be really exciting no matter what. Um, it could just turn into extraordinary if uh, you know things fall into place the way FSU uh, hopes it does. I've been focusing this whole time. I, I just have another computer here devoted to Twitter just to see if anything's going to happen news-wise. So I just want you to know that I'm, I'm focused. I'm listening to what Michael's saying, <laughs> what you're saying, Joel. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. How about our guy, Big Steve-O, Stephen Williams? Michael, outside of Travis Hunter, who do you see as a day-one impact player in this current class? You can assume we can pull some of these non-committed players that you're going to forecast for FSU. Thank you for grinding. Well, I go back to the same guy I've talked about uh, all, all time is, is Azari Thomas. Uh, I've seen Azari in person. He's a Rivals 100 uh, player, athlete. He is a phenomenal receiver. Uh, Aslan maybe can throw some video up for you guys, but um, he is uh, is really explosive after the catch and, and certainly has the wheels, a long strider, but he is uh, lightning fast uh, as far as after the catch, and he's long, athletic, he's, He's like 6'2", I believe, and, and just just has such a catch radius is so large out there when, when he's on the field. And I just think he's an incredible receiver. When Every time I watch him play, I just I marvel at, at his explosive ability um, after the catch. I, I think he could add a lot to making an impact somewhere on the field, whether it's receiver, you know, whether it's special teams, where it's defense. I mean, he just does a little bit of everything that you look for. Um, as people can see with his explosive ability there, just just blows by people like it's it's nothing. And uh, I think you pit him in with, you know, Sam McCall and Travis Hunter. I mean, they're going to have a lot of weapons that they can use on special teams, which was very lacking this year for FSU. Um, so the, if you're looking at excitement alone, these guys could certainly help you at the, at the special teams department. What would you? What's your instinct say? Is he offensive guy, defensive guy? Do you think they? I want? think he'll. I think he'll play defense because he's really. I mean, that's his best position. Obviously, we've seen a lot of, you know, offensive highlights. But I think defense is where he will make his money. I mean, that's where he's the most dynamic. But he is. He is so uh, phenomenal at receiver. Um, I can't put in the words. I mean, just I love everything he brings as far as after the catch, and that's what they're lacking. It's like guys that can get separation, guys that can fight for the football guys that can, can do a little bit of everything uh, as, as far as explosion, separation, what do you do after the catch? Uh, physicality. It's a very physical player. I mean, when you watch him play, he's a very physical guy and he's tough to bring to the ground. So uh, I think defense is his calling card, but I think, I think this is a kid you're going to see on offense. There you go. How about another Wesley, but he goes by Wesley completely. Wesley Dobbs, 10 bucks. Thanks, man. Question for Mike. What is the timing for the Johnson kids? I mean, they could, uh, it could happen like after signing day. Um, the team I hear to kind of watch lately has been Texas A&M because, I mean, their quarterback just went in the portal. Uh, they're starting quarterback, actually. It seems to be a good situation where um, Jimbo needs a quarterback. Obviously, uh, Jake Johnson is a phenomenal tight end, and certainly Jimbo knows how to get playmakers the ball. So I kind of 
that's the team I hear. Uh, but as far as timing, I've heard, uh, you know, there's no exact time, but I, I would sense it's probably after signing day or just a little bit or around signing day or just after it. That's kind of what I've heard. So you think we'll, we'll know by the end of the month then pretty much? Yeah, around there, around there. And then question for me, can I get some party horn? Wah, 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 wah. Of course, man. You have to ask. <laughs> Let's go, Leslie. Come on, man. Uh, appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Um, Cecil Bat 11. Any chance we flip EJ Lightsey from Florida? I have not heard that because the previous, I mean, the previous linebackers coach, I didn't think was too high on him after they worked him out. Um, I will check on that Cecil just to see if there's anything new, but everything I've heard that he was going to Florida, but um, um, I don't see, I'm not anticipating it. Um, now they do have a guy that's out of uh, Florida that is in the portal that I do think there's interest in not to change the subject, but I think there is a guy there. So um, Lightsey could be a guy. I see uh, apparently decommitted. So interesting. Uh, so I have to check on EJ uh, on that one, guys. But I haven't heard anything as far as my contacts go. I know he loved FSU a lot uh, before this. In fact, in the spring, they were the leader. They were the favorite. So that's definitely one I will check on. But um, Diabate is is the, is the uh, linebacker. Maybe yeah. Aslan can pull that up. Yeah. Um, but he's a guy that I know that FSU is interested in. I think he led the Florida in tackles last year. So if there was one guy, you know, connected to Florida, it would be him that, that I think, uh, there is interest from a Florida state on, um, certainly a guy that's very productive, which is kind of what they're looking for. Muhammad uh, Diabate. So I, I think this is a guy that I would what circle. Bogle? What happened to Bogle? Bogle, I think, you know, I think he's visiting Kentucky and I think it's Kentucky or Michigan state. From what I hear, so that's right. that's kind of where things stand with Bogle. Okay. Um, let's see what we got here. We got stuff. Somebody's asking if they sell box wine. Yeah, they sell box wine helicopter kicks. That Boda box stuff ain't a joke, man. I'm telling you, the ladies like it. They do. I'm being honest. Um, John McKnight, who from the Norvell coaching tree, is out there to take over the offense if and when Dilly leaves. Check out warchant.com, the tribal council. Ira's got some names out there from the uh, the Norvell coaching tree um, to think about. Um, let's see here. Bo Roy. There he is. There's our guy. Well, let's, let's, go, let's go right now. $75 for you, Michael. Here's some Hawaii trip money for you. There we go. Uh, All right. Ask me, how do we get the license for want to be a baller? I, You know, you just... What is what is it? Just beg for forgiveness. Don't ask for permission or whatever. So go <laughs> with that. There you go. You want it? We had it ready for nice. you. Nice, nice. Appreciate it, man. We really do. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Todd Morris. I got here late. Did he talk about Marvin Jones Jr.? Yes, he did. Eric Angel, uh, quarterbacks from the portal. Do you see possibly coming? The Knowles bring on board. Um. Yeah, we mentioned uh, Jack Plummer before from Purdue. He's he's one that I think uh, there's interest in. Uh, I think uh, I, I've been told that that Norville has talked to the Johnson family, um, so there's a little communication some there. I'm not sure there's a pursuit yet, um, but um, those those are some that that they've already talked to. Um, 
Bonix is one I'm tracking just to see uh, if there's anything there. So those are kind of some of the names, at least right now, that I have that I've heard. But uh, nobody really serious yet where we feel like the full court press is on. Um, but um, like I've told people, there's going to be a patient approach to this to make sure they get the right guys and not overthink this. Um, so I don't think they're going to – I think they're going to be very cautious and uh, conservative. And, and, two, there's going to be a lot of guys in there. As we always seen, uh, you know, Bo Nix is in there, the starting quarterback from Texas A&M, Catanzale, I think that's his name. Calzada. or something like that. Calzada. He's in there. He's a very productive quarterback. Keaton that Slovis. I, Keaton Slovis. He's a he's a Arizona dude from Southern yeah. Cal. Kenny stays. Yeah. yeah, there's 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 tons of guys. Like I said, you're you're gonna be they're gonna do their due diligence and background. So um, that's kind of the guys that are on the board right now, Eric. Um, what do you believe about this? We got we can't go through a whole show without talking about the unicorn of Louisiana. Uh, Jason asks, uh, word is that David Johnson actually checked in on Destin Hill last week. Is there any truth to that? Yeah, there's truth because I put it on the PRB. Uh, so, you know, definitely it is truth. Uh, I'm the one that said it. Uh, so, yes, there is truth that they they went to check on him uh, to see how things are going. And, you know, you know, like I said, the expectation is still January. I won't go into all the details because it's on the PRB for people that want to read it. And uh, but yes, they definitely checked in them and and the expectation is still uh, January from what I was told. All right. Mark Sermons is back with more money. Thanks, Mark. You have to do that. Appreciate that, man. I just want to say that he appreciates all the information. Keep up all the good work. I listen to all the War Chant shows and look forward to them each day, which you should. Tomorrow, Seminole headlines, 1 to 3 p.m. Corey's in town. I think he's still in town. He was in town today. We saw him live in the flesh. So maybe I'll, maybe the whole gang will be in the studio. Um. Uh, Appreciate it, though. Thank you, Mark. Um, Michael Carpenter, we went after Marquise Gilbert, right? He just committed to Auburn. Yes. Yeah. Commit to Auburn. Covered that last night. Um, told people that's the expectation going in. So that's definitely not a surprise. Committed to Auburn. That was kind of the leader going to visit. FSU you know, made a push. But as I said, with Thomas, there wasn't really a need to really – I think I think the, the impression I got was they prioritized uh, Thomas more than Gilbert. Um, so in, in this recruit in the in the recruiting class, so that's kind of that's kind of where where I stand. Dylan Garrett says there's Kamari Wilson buzz on FSU Twitter as we speak. Well, guess what? We'll find out Wednesday, won't we? You know, cool. so we'll see. I'm not a, a pure buyer on that yet, uh, Dylan, but that's something I'm keeping an eye on. But um, I still lean towards Georgia. I lean towards the teams that you hear more consistent and. You know, Georgia and Florida, the teams I hear more. But, yeah, Kamari has always flirted with them, and he likes them a lot. I mean, he's very high on on Woodson. He's very high on this defense and what they're going to do. And, I mean, certainly if you get a Thomas, a, a McCall, and a Hunter, yeah, you're talking about and, – and, and then Kamari pulls a shocker above all shockers. Certainly they, they ain't turning it down. Look at that, Aslan. Guys Bill's giving you nice. love for the sweatshirt. Nice. I'm sorry, Bill. I was mean to you earlier. Uh, but we I kind of asked your question in a roundabout way, whether or not because I think your question was if Kenny leaves is going to affect any targets. And you know, Michael uh, pretty much said as much, but we'll leave you on the screen. We'll let well, people know and you're here. I would just Good follow time. up on that. It's like I'm not gonna really address Kenny Dillingham situation, guys. I said this on the recruiting board until there's actually a decision whether he's staying or he goes. I'll address it then. Uh, as far as that situation, but there's really no sense in addressing something that's not a fact yet. You know, we don't know 
which way uh, things are going. But I will go into detail about it, it one way or the other once it happens, once he's either, you know, comes out and says, I'm staying or he, he says, um, you know, I'm off to Oregon. So uh, but until then, I, I don't think it's really smart to actually go in detail about the effects of it yet. You just wish that they'd figure this thing out here in the next like 12 hours. Be nice. Because, you know, it, it could be one of these things where they're just hitting pause. Like, all right, you do your recruiting. I'll do my recruiting and we'll, we'll talk about it after maybe, you know, it's just. My life's hard. Everybody's, this is, it's got to be somewhat simpatico, you would think, because they obviously worked under Mike in Memphis. Yeah. So Mike's not, Dan's not going to screw Mike by doing something weird with maybe the timing wise. So maybe it's all summons being kind of worked behind the scenes so that it all, it works out for everybody involved. We could yep. hope. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, it's a, a wait and see. And certainly it makes things more challenging for me, uh, certainly. Uh, and, and certainly FSU just figuring out this stuff and, and, and stuff like that. Um, my personal opinion, if, if Kenny di- uh, did leave, I, I think I think Atkins is a guy that uh, I think would you would look for to promote to the OC position and then maybe get a quarterback coach or something like that. I think that's kind of that's how I envision it. I'm not saying it will. I've got intel or stuff to do it, but that's kind of what I believe could happen if that if that uh, gets done. Look at this. We're making deals here. <laughs> Ooh, Ed's on it. Well, we grinding some galuna beans up in the in the rising spirit thing. That's pretty sweet. Um, I'm gonna post a comment here on the screen, Michael, if I can find it here. Everything okay. just keeps like moving. Just you know, it's critical. Just want to know if you agree or not with it. It's Jason Thomas again. Okay. Makai Mason, Randy special pass. Yeah, that's the guy I mentioned on the board that they were talking to, you know, early in the early in the season. I'm not saying he's going to be him. I mean, I don't know who it is, you know, but I do know this. Randy knows linebackers. I mean, he's coached linebackers. He's run defenses. He knows what guys are going to fit into what their system is going to run. So um, I can't really say uh, what what is what is a Randy special. I mean, I guess he's saying that he doesn't really think of much of his evaluations. But me personally, I mean, I I trust the guy that knows uh, that's been doing this for a while. That actually he's comfortable with certain guys, and and that's what you have to trust. But yeah, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see who it might be or or who it is that they're kind of targeting. But you know, it's just uh, it's going to be a wait and see thing. There I am. I'm back. Miss camera. I tell you, uh, I tell you. All right, let's get a couple more as we uh, wind things down here on the program. Don't forget, we'll be doing this for seven hours on Wednesday. It's awesome. I hope that didn't come off as sarcastic. I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be super, super fun. Somebody asking about a 23 prospect. Come on. Come on, guys. Stay focused, man. Stay focused. We're like you know, 48 <laughs> hours under. Um. That's an interesting one right there. We got somebody here. M. Sin drops a super sticker. I don't even know what it looks like. Let me know what it looks like, everybody. We can't see it on our side, but I'm sure it's beautiful and majestic. And for that, you get that. That's how it works. I think James B. somewhere here in the house. James B. is trying to, trying to make some noise. Oh, man. Everyone's just been really pouring it on here. Uh, here's James B. He's from Pensacola with love. That's it. You just want to say sending with love. Well, pose a question, James. Or you, you let me see. You you made a comment here. Maybe we can we give you some air time. Let your comments uh, get some air here. 
James B is of the opinion that we have not seen the best of this offense. We've ran about 25% of the Norvell offense in the last two years. Dillingham has not shown his best. Interesting. Yeah. And it's a take and, and James it's, it's, I mean, it's a matter of perception. You know, you're not wrong. I mean, but you also have to go back where they're starting from. I think that's the other thing that we have to go back when these guys took over, what were they taking over? You know, so I, I agree with you. You know, it's not there. It's not uh, where you want it to be or where FSU wants to be or even what Norvell's offenses generally look like uh, when you go back to the Memphis States. But when you're fixing stuff and you're growing from the bottom, uh, it takes time to grow up. And, and certainly we saw the growth as far as how they improved during the season. But, yeah, they're not there. Uh, I don't think anybody would argue that. But um, I think the preference would be to keep uh, the guy that's there because, I mean, Kenny showed his capability as a play caller. I think, you know, those, especially those last five games, I think uh, I think you saw a lot of good things as far as what he did out of this offense, what he got out of Jordan, and just uh, productivity. Even though they're weak at receiver, they found ways to to hit explosive plays and do explosive things in this offense. All right, let's take a couple more, maybe two more going overtime. We got Director Matthew in the back. Sorry for going long, Matthew. Uh, we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting warmed up, man, to start training for the marathon. You know how it goes. Uh, Steve, I was back. What are your thoughts, Michael, on this coaching staff in regards to recruiting? I know we are still hoping to pull the big names. You got the number one overall prospect in the entire nation right now. I mean, they, they've pulled one. Yeah, I think, but, I, but given the production on the field, are you impressed with them? I, I think there's some strong recruiters in there. I think uh, Marcus Woodson really does a phenomenal job. Um, coach JP, defensive ends coach, John Patches, does a great job. I think of recruiting uh, defensive ends, the way they're able to connect. Uh, certainly Odell, there's no need to mention him because he does a great job every single year. We know Dillingham is really solid. And then, uh, you know, there's some points where uh, you have places where you need to see growth and improvement. Obviously, linebacker recruiting, I've talked about that. Wide receiver recruiting, I've talked about that. So that's kind of the weak points for me when I look at the staff is uh, you got to get more out of what you're getting from those positions as far as landing guys because the other way you change it is getting guys here. And uh, so that that's parts where I think you can, you can maybe make the staff a little bit better or, or just whatever you got to do to just be better at recruiting at, at all positions and, and do better, even running back, you could do better there too. So I think there's areas of improvement, but um doesn't mean you need to fire everybody. It just means you need to just the, the staff as a whole needs to do a better job of, of landing players at these key positions. Yeah. All right. Two more, Uh by the way, I'm, I'm not on uh, Reddit, which everybody else in the world's on Reddit, but I think they do something called upvotes where like you post a comment. If you do, it's like a thumbs up almost which you all should be hitting right now. Hit the thumbs up, please. Um, somebody was like, good question, two life or Tom Mortner. Tom Mortner's like, two life or good question. I'm like, I wonder what the question is. So I scroll up and looked for it and I found it. So folks, if you see a question that you like, you know, give that guy props. And if I see it, I'll, I'll go try to find it. I'll pop it up on the screen. Two lifer asks Michael Jaden Gibson. He is likely going to Oklahoma. That's from Why? what I hear. He visited. What? Well, he has a connection with uh, Jeff Levy. Yeah, Jeff Levy. He left uh, Ole Miss. Um, So they have a relationship. Obviously, Oklahoma's offenses uh, always seem to look good. And uh, uh, so he took an official visit there this weekend. I'm expecting him to probably end up at Oklahoma. Uh, Better there there than Florida. How about that? Colin 
Colton, you got to go scrub back like 20 minutes, man. I've, I've brought Kevin Coleman up like tw- two more times because people keep asking about him. So I'm sorry, but it's it's back there. It's back there, I promise. Yeah. Uh, our guy in Arkansas, Eric, was asking, would Kamari Wilson be a bigger shocker than Anton Smith? Come on. How old are you, Eric? Read your history books. There is nothing that will ever be bigger than Anton Smith. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Anton was like the lock to go to Miami. Like, like such a lot. There's actually, you know, talk with Kamari like, hey, there's a possibility he could choose one of these. So no, it wouldn't be a bigger shocker than Anton Smith because everyone was like, okay, this kid's definitely going to to Miami. Anton Smith, there's no way he doesn't go to Miami. And he gets up there and says Florida State. Yeah. So I think uh no, I don't think it'll be a big shocker. Um I I can do this all night. I need to stop doing it. Real quick, this last one. I just need you to to do fake news, real news, fact checking. Shower beer, which with a name like that, how why would, why would I think he could be wrong? Why is Julian Armello so coveted? He doesn't even start for his high school team. That can't that's, be true. That's news to me. Uh, I think I last saw him of starting the last game I saw him. So um, he's coveted because they like him. And Alex Atkins uh, evaluated him and thinks uh, he fits exactly what they want, but uh, I don't. I don't know any of that. I can't. I can't justify because I'm not at every St. Thomas Aquinas game, but I know I've, what the games I've watched, he started. So there you go. There we go. All right, we could keep doing this, but Michael's got a family, y'all. I mean, I don't, but he's got a family. He needs to sleep. He's got a long forty-eight hours. He's got to do predictions. Uh, Tomorrow he's going to do a, do a prediction video. Michael forecast where he thinks the rest of these big name targets of Florida State's in the mix for are going. So he'll be compiling all the information he can. And that sets the scene for Wednesday. Again, we will be starting at eight o'clock in the morning Eastern Time. Sponsored by ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, who've been carrying the day for us here tonight. We really do appreciate their partnership. Uh, don't forget, 1930 Thomasville Road. It's the biggest, it's the baddest, but there's one even further up north in Thomasville, and there's one on the parkway, too. So they got you covering the entire Tallahassee area. But join us, seven hours of live coverage and analysis. Michael, Tom Lang, Jeff Cameron, myself, Ira. We got a former Florida State alum. We're supposed to do some videos tomorrow to get that set up for Wednesday. It's going to be big. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Michael, how excited are you for the next uh, 36 hours or whatever? I'm really excited. I'm I'm very excited. I'm, I'm ready to get this uh wrapped up but you got to do the preparation to get before you get to that point but uh i'm certainly excited about this uh what this class is going to be and and to see what what they can add let's see what they can do shout out to jay thomas for uh somebody asking uh team related questions he knows the assignment he knows it's a recruiting show we appreciate you jay thomas we also appreciate everybody's been hitting the thumbs up button do yep. it if you haven't done so already james b as well m sin Mark Sermons, Bo Roy, Wesley Dobbs, Joel Davis, Ed Lemmicks, Eric Angel, Helicopter Kicks, Terry Carter, Mark Sermons, M. Sin's not done, even more. He just threw some more on the pile. Appreciate that. Terry Carter and Rob Rathbun. We appreciate it, for real. It's so cool that we all get together and get to talk about the Knowles, man. We, we do appreciate you guys being uh, tuned in with us. So stay connected to WarChant.com. It's your ultimate symbol. Sports source, Wendy, Jared versus Scrub. Scrub like 50 minutes ago. Michael talked about him, I promise you. If you're curious about anybody, go to the beginning of the video. It's all there. Thanks again to our friends at ABC Fine Wine Spirits. Thank you to Director Matthew. He's Michael Maslon. We'll see you all later. <laughs>